This is Defender Radio. Defender Radio is brought to you by Gates Wildlife Control and the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals. The reason why I am here is I want to see the wolf fall ended. It's September 23rd, 2015, and this is Michael Howie welcoming you to the special report edition of Defender Radio. To be here and to like see them looking back at you, it just makes everything that's ever seemed really important seem so unimportant if they're not going to be here. You just heard international pop star Miley Cyrus talking about her visit to the Great Bear Rainforest in British Columbia last weekend. Miley visited the rainforest with her brother to learn more about the controversial wolf cull and trophy hunting of grizzly bears. Her weekend sojourn was spent with advocates from the Kittisu Haihais First Nation, scientists and staffers from Pacific Wild. This is my first time being in the Great Bear Rainforest and I, I told you earlier I just feel like so lucky to be here and to be seeing these bears and wolves and whales, and I was stoked. I know everyone else is used to seeing salmon, but that was still really exciting to me. And it's so unfair to take their life that they actually work really hard to have away from them. Because unlike us, they don't sit down and just have their salmon put on a plate for them, or you know, their house built and you go and buy it and live in it. And they work for everything they have. They create their homes. They've created this beautiful place that we're allowed to come and enjoy, but it's theirs. Cyrus spoke to media extensively following her visit, noting that her previous passion to end the wolf cull for moral reasons now had science behind it. When asked about the international attention being brought to the notorious cull and trophy hunts, Premier Christy Clark merely laughed away concern and made a remark about Cyrus's performance-based fashion choices. Joining us to talk more about the visit of Miley Cyrus, the surprising response of the Premier, and the science behind the Save BC Wolves movement is Pacific Wild's April Benz. Let's talk about the BC Wolf situation. This is something that uh, we, we've covered in the past. I've spoken with Pacific Wild in the past. We've written about, it's been all through the media and everything. Um, could you do like the 30-second version of what the BC wolf cult is as it stands right now. So the BC government in January of this year implemented um, a multi-year, multi-million dollar wolf cult um, that uh, is basically summarized as a, a predator control program. Um, there'll be aerial killing hundreds of wolves by uh, helicopter. Um, and this is all in the name of um, saving caribou. Um, but what they're not, really telling you is that um, the caribou are endangered um, and in great decline from um, habitat destruction, which is human-caused. Um, habitat destruction is, um, this is stemming from from oil and gas development, um, you know, logging roads being put in, snowmobiles going through uh, critical caribou habitat. Um, so these caribou rely on, on old-growth forests. Um, uh, the lichen that they hold uh, to survive, and in the absence of that, they their numbers will decline. So the BC government has um, scapegoated wolves, um, saying that that the the reason for the caribou decline is predators. Um, so the call basically is blaming wolves um, and allowing the government to continue with development and not have to halt production and um, 
protect adequate habitat. Well, and that's something um, that, that I, I myself have written about now, and I've, I've talked with a few experts about that I find very surprising is I, I understand the arguments, the logic they're using in saying that we need to, to call wolves. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say, I mean, I agree with it or that I think it's without its failures, mm-hmm. but I understand that linear thought. What I don't get is how they can sit here and say, we need to call wolves, but we don't need to address any of these other problems. So even though the wolf thing, I think, is responsible for some like 3% mm-hmm. of the actual deaths, it's, it's a minuscule yeah. number, um, they're not halting the activities that have led us to this position. Exactly. And and that's that's the real problem is is that that they are they are using wolves as a scapegoat in this situation and it's been proven that killing wolves will not protect these caribou it's it's basically the government's way of stalling and pretending that they found a solution um that has been proven not to work um alberta's been doing a wolf call for the same reasons for um since 2006 and uh they have not seen any i mean the populations of caribou are still just as threatened and their habitat is still being destroyed so it's it seems like it's this is just not a solution and and it seems like they're not getting the pressure um of finding a solution because they found this outlet to blame it on yep and, and realistically the way legislation is written in canada and in uh, well and not written at all in british columbia uh, there is no endangered species act for the province but the the way it's written is more or less you need to do something we're not going to tell you what you have to do. We're not going to tell you what the end result must be, but you have to do something. So it, it really does kind of set up some of these leaders uh, who who clearly don't make the environment or, or species protection a priority to uh, to sort of say, yeah, look, I tried. Tough luck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, it, it really is a problem. I mean, wildlife management in BC is is not being handled adequately and and on this past trip that we just did we we had um you know some of the top wolf biologists in canada who who oppose this call and and are largely being ignored by the government and and it's just it seems very a crazy way to go about wildlife management it is it certainly is backwards and what's uh obviously given this story uh its most recent spurt was i and i guess all this has happened over the course of pretty much a week uh, last week, Miley Cyrus, International Pop Sensation, whom I always change the station when I'm hearing uh, come on, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I did like her father when I was like 15, though, so <laughs> I think that counts for something. Anyway. Um, uh, yes, thank you, Breaky Heart. It gets you. <laughs> I remember when that song was new. Anyway, um, so uh, she she more or less just she, she tweeted out there, she put out to her followers, I think the BC mm-hmm. wolf uh, killing is a bad idea. Um, and that was about a yeah. week ago. So what happened from, you know, uh, another celebrity kind of saying, hey, you know what, this doesn't make much sense, to her literally touring with, with Ian McAllister a, a, and with the uh, the First Nation representatives and all the other scientists. What was the that chain of events? Yeah, yeah, so it was, it was really interesting. And it feels, I mean, it feels like... Um, like this has been going on for more than a week. It's crazy to that just a week ago, um, you know, Miley Cyrus put out on her Instagram that that she thought the wolf call was wrong and spoke out against it. Um, her brother brought it to her attention. And it's really funny how it all happened because 
um, as soon as she put the in- Instagram post out um, and formed her 30 million followers that she thought this, this call was wrong, um, our premier uh, tweeted um, basically an off-the-cuff remark about, you know, Miley Cyrus uh, should stick to twerking instead of, you know, weighing in on on wildlife management in BC, which is really interesting because, um, I mean, we've been trying to get a comment out of Christy Clark with the work that we do. All, I mean, scientists, wolf conservationists, we've all been wondering what what the reason is behind this call. So, so it, if it took, you know, Miley Cyrus to to get get something out of her, um, then then we think that's great. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. It's interesting that she chose to reply in that that way, and so after, you know, Miley Miley called us up and said, "Hey, like, what's what's up with the, uh, you know, your premier calling me out and not really addressing the issue, um, and explaining why this is happening." Um, so she called us up and said, "Hey, like, can I come out there and and learn about this and find out more about what's going on in BC?" And we said. Um, sure, and we had this trip going on with with wolf uh, biologist and um, you know uh, ecologist and a famous author uh, Carl Safina, and the trip was basically to to um, you know discuss and strategize and about this this wolf issue in in British Columbia. So so she jumped on that trip and joined us, came up to the Great Bear Rainforest, and um, yeah, joined us for a couple of days on board. Um, we chose to to bring her into the Great Bear Rainforest because this is one of the last places um, where wolves have have been um, not largely extirpated and are not they're not being culled on the coast. So we wanted to bring her into an environment to see what what wolves look like when you know their packs aren't being gunned down by helicopters and and we discussed what was going on in the interior of BC and the wolf call. Um, she got to listen to some of the top wolf biologists and in uh, the country talk about talk about what they thought of the wolf call and she she um, gained an understanding of the issue that she initially in her in her heart felt was wrong um so she was able to to uh, actually understand a bit of the science behind it which which I think is an incredible opportunity for someone um of her influence and platform to be informed about the issue and and now she's able to walk away as a a passionate advocate um opposing this this wolf call and how important is it um uh, and i'm just trying to quantify this in my own mind she's got roughly 30 million followers on her instagram and there are roughly 32 million people in canada in total so that i think might uh help but how important is it to have not just someone who who is clearly very famous but someone who is much younger and has that younger generation uh, uh, backing her up and following her speak on something like this because typically a lot of the folks that end up talking about environmental issues are people who have been around a little longer just to be mm-hmm. polite about yeah. it um so what's the significance in getting that younger perspective um, well i think it's it's extremely significant i mean it's it's a it's a thing it's something that we've been trying to trying to do is get get youth engaged in in these issues and um create a create an environment where they really really care about what's going on with wildlife um and you know as i'm miley cyrus's age um so i 
meeting her and and talking to her about this it's it's really interesting for me as as someone who's been involved um in wolf conservation to to listen to her and and get to talk to her about um about the call and and uh you know i i was a bit skeptical at first of course because of her public persona um but after meeting her i mean she's extremely passionate about this and about animal rights and and um i think that that by her advocating and and letting shining this international spotlight on this issue i mean it's it's so influential and especially for the younger generation because it if someone like Miley Cyrus can take the time to to go to to come to British Columbia and learn about take the time to learn about this um and then spend i mean she's she's um very passionate about strategizing the future for this issue and she will continue on as someone who will remain engaged and engage um the youth who who really look up to her so i think it's i think it's great and extremely influential and important we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors you're listening to defender radio first they tear a hole in your roof then they get in destroying your insulation chewing your electrical wiring Raccoons and squirrels are eating away at your biggest investment, your home. I am Brad Gates of Gates Wildlife Control. Don't wait any longer. Call Gates Wildlife Control. We'll humanely get them out and keep them out. We will come to your house and provide you with a no-obligation free estimate. Please visit us at GatesWildlifeControl.com or call 416-750-9453. Have you ever heard a coyote sing? Did you know that coyotes are also called North America's song dogs? They communicate through unique howls, yips, and barks. At Coyote Watch Canada, we're committed to fostering peaceful coexistence for communities and their wildlife neighbors by building compassionate wildlife communities one community at a time. Please visit us at coyotewatchcanada.com for more information and tips about this amazing keystone species. Beaver dams help clean water, promote songbird diversity, encourage fish populations, and create better soil and a cleaner environment. Beavers are good for Canada, but will we be good to them? Find out more at FurBearerDefenders.com and give a damn about beavers. This is Defender Radio. They try to make it seem like it's the wolves' fault for what's going on with the caribou and then making it, well, we have to do this and make themselves feel like heroes um, is such a weak move because that's not, that's not the problem. We're back with more of Pacific Wild's April Benz, who spent a weekend with international pop star Miley Cyrus in BC's Great Bear Rainforest. Now, something I wanted to ask, and... Um... It, you you are in a unique position to respond to this, I think, is the the comments from the premier, Christy Clark, um, mm-hmm. who who very much dismissed uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, yeah. as, again, referencing twerking, uh, which I think yeah. if I tried doing, I would pull a muscle. Um, <laughs> but saying, you know, pretty much um, the inference I took from it was, uh, go away, you dumb girl. Um, sure, and yes. and then uh, very similarly, uh, Pamela Anderson, who who has been an advocate for a long time, 
Um, mm-hmm. And though she may have that same uh, uh, popular checkered past, uh, she knows her stuff when it comes to a lot of these issues. Also being dismissed, and I believe there was a comment about the uh, the skimpy clothes in their closet. So yeah. as someone who, uh, again, you, you are in the age group of um, Miley Cyrus as a woman, as a professional, how do you react to the the female leader of the province using this kind of terminology and using this kind of tone to dismiss uh, uh, women who are are clearly influential, who have concerns about policy in your province? Yeah, yeah. So this is a, I mean, I am just, when when Christy Clark replied the way she did um, and just dismissed, um, not only dismissed, but but really ridiculed um, uh, Miley and Pamela uh, with her comments. She said the only thing that they have in comment is, common is the lack of clothing in their wardrobes. And and for her to not, not address the issue and think to that level, I mean, it makes me embarrassed to be from British Columbia. And um, it makes me really embarrassed that that um, our female, you know, leader, someone who, who I would hope that I could, you know, look up to as someone who's established and, and a woman in power, um, she's she's calling out um, other women uh, for. I mean, she's really just just shaming them and dismissing their comments because, you know, she's totally disregarding their voice. And I think that's absolutely horrible. It's just about the worst thing you could do. And and it really, if I had any shred of respect left for her, it's it's certainly gone now. I'm amazed someone did not slap her backstage and make her go back out and retract that comment. Uh, <laughs> oh, because I know. purely from PR, like it, it's ridiculous oh, that yeah. that happened. Um, and it's going to haunt her for a yeah. long time, I think. Um, but oh, um, certainly. I mean, um, yeah, it's it's really crazy that that she was even allowed to say that. I mean, you think about, um, you know, she's she's probably being told not to speak out about about the wolf call and and for her to make a comment like that um you know shaming other women uh for speaking out against something um it's it's really thinking to a whole nother level that that i think really just um she's dug a hole for herself that it's going to be very hard to to get back out of absolutely um and something else she mentioned that nicely segues for us is the uh the concept of we've got experts that we're listening to and the thing that i find beautiful about that comments is that every expert whom she isn't directly paying disagrees with this policy uh scientists all over the world and i know this because i've spoken to scientists all over the world yeah um, yeah exactly disagree with predator management like this, even in the case, the extreme case of endangered species management. Um, so how, how do we get out to the public, the general public, those who do not know, those who have not taken the time to learn that the bulk of the experts who don't happen to be employed by her disagree with this policy? Uh, how do we communicate that there's that, that shift in opinion. Yeah, so so that's something that we've been working on um, all year. Is how how do we how do we make people aware that and not just not just take what the government's saying as oh okay yes um, if Christy Clark says her scientists are 
are agreeing with this, then, you know, we're not scientists as the public, so maybe we should just listen and this is what has to happen, even though it's really unfortunate and unethical and, and all of the all of the rest of it. Um, so so now that the great thing is, is, is that when Miley came on board, we did have scientists on board who were able to tell her that that this is um, this predator control is not only wrong, but it's not going to work. Um, so the beautiful thing about that is now that Miley's, you know, these scientists are doing their part by by speaking out and, and telling people, but, you know, how do you get people, especially young people, to listen um, to what they have to say? So that's kind of where Miley comes in. She's got the platform, um, as she said in some of her interviews. Um, she's got the platform to have people listen to her. Um, so now that she's shone this international spotlight on the issue, um, people are listening, uh, people are aware of it, and people are going to start digging and doing research and not and questioning, questioning this um, this wolf killing program. So I'm extremely hopeful that people are going to start now that now that they are aware of this issue, they'll they'll start listening to to what conservationists and scientists have to say about it. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely hopeful that this. Miley's amplification of the issue will bring further awareness and engagement with people around the world. Um, and it's, I'm hoping that it, it really does make a change and, and get this call stopped, ultimately. Uh, and for those of us who are not pop stars, uh, what, what can we be doing to, to, to get involved? Um, I mean, my, my position, my job in, in, the, in this world is to tell people stories. Um, but for a lot of folks, you know, they're going to hear this, they're going to read about Miley, they're going to uh, uh, read the blogs. What can they do to step up and try and help in this cause? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you asked. So, so of course, awareness is the first issue, and I believe this past week has, has done a a pretty outstanding job of bringing this to the forefront of, of the media. And... Um, now that now that people are aware and have taken that first step, it's the second step, which is action. So some of the things uh, Pacific Wild as an organization um, has set up for people to do, uh, you can go to uh, pacificwild.org, and we have a petition to to end the wolf call um, that is over 200,000 signatures now. Um, so that's something we we will be, um, you know, every every signature gets sent to to Christy Clark and. The Minister of Environment, um, and above that, everyone who's listening to this, everyone who has read these articles and understands that this wolf call shouldn't be happening, um, I implore you to to write a letter. Um, you know, sit down, write an email. We've got a pre-drafted one on our website. Um, write to the Premier. Um, you know, send her an email every day asking her to end this call. Um, it's going to be public outcry and the public rallying together and saying this is not okay um, with science on our side um, if everyone begins to speak out about this taking action and uh, doing all we can on a daily basis um, you know I, I'm very very hopeful that 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 will be be successful in in changing this wildlife policy. 
To learn more about the Save BC Wolves movement, trophy hunting of grizzlies, or the other work done by Pacific Wild, visit pacificwild.org. That's it for this special report. I'd like to thank April for sharing her time on such short notice, as well as Brad Gates of AAA Gates Wildlife Control for his ongoing support. Until next time, this is Michael Howie reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.